Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. I am Mike Trojan, and I am going to be talking a little bit more about uh, what I was talking about before. Um, of course, breathing, uh, just as a reminder from the last episode, is one of the most important things you can do. Um, one of the reasons I do this lecture is because every time you give a lecture, you're breathing better than if you aren't talking. The, w- the more you talk, the better. Uh, the loudmouths tend to breathe better. Uh, they tend to get lucky for that reason, even though, even if disharmonious things are coming out of their mouth. That's why Rush Limbaugh seems to do so well. He is benefiting the universe by being such a bag of hot air, though he is hurting it by putting forth uh, malignant lies. But let's go beyond the realm of the uh, currently mundane and uh, just talk about some of the points that I want to bring up here, okay? So you're maintaining your breathing. I mean, why do you want to do this? Uh, what is the ultimate goal here of life? Obviously, it is to be healthy, and breathing contributes to that. Obviously, it is to live as long as you can, or as I mentioned in the last episode, potentially forever. Um, there, Immortality is, of course, a true fact, and the sooner you get it into your head, the better, because you will lead a better life by knowing it. Now, let me explain to you the two levels of immortality that you exist upon. In the first level, you um, basically, that is called um, single-plane immortality, which is that you, this current parallel universe that you live on, you live on and on and on and on, and then that is the goal of your life, is that you do not die prematurely within this realm. The reason I'm distinguishing within this realm uh, from, from any other realm is not to talk about heaven, but to talk about where you really go where you die, which is another parallel universe where your death somehow did not occur. Your soul, of course, exists or I don't want to see your soul, but like your person, the, you as a person, exist over many parallel universes, some of which you've already died in, and some of which you live on. Of course, that's why you cannot fully be killed, and that's why when you, uh, when you ostensibly die within one universe, you will just appear, or just as far as you know, you will enter the other universe, you will leave a corpse in the one you left, but the universe that you go back to that you go to is just exactly almost identical to this one except you didn't die. And so this is the fact of the nature of of of, of existence. And I mean it, it's it's people have figured this out through committing trying to commit suicide over and over again. Um when you hear about somebody who's tried to commit suicide over and over and has not succeeded, chances are they have succeeded, but they just they themselves didn't realize that they had already died and left a corpse. Now, that is a very disharmonious way of living. To let yourself die in any fashion, even through bad nutrition and bad health choices, in any plane, is of course very distressing to your loved ones in that plane. And so it's it's actually quite inconsiderate not to take care of yourself and not to make sure that that does not happen. So those who are very reckless... Um, some suicide, you know, bombers and stuff try to rely upon this to be, you know, a daredevil or whatever, or to just do dangerous things, to live dangerous lives, live on the edge, and they don't realize how much distress uh, they are causing 
the because the chances are they've died many multiple times in many multiple universes, and it's just not a good idea to 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 use that feature in any way. Um, and uh, so you want to live as you know as safe within the realms. Of course, you should always take risks, but uh, you you know you want to live as safe as you can, um, as healthily as you can. You don't want to be like these one of these people be like, oh, I'm going to die anyway, so I don't care, and I'll just do whatever I want, and blah blah blah. No. Now, how is it that you so so there's so you see there's no way to die. There's no avenue where your life shuts off. It just basically transfers either to a parallel universe or it goes on within the single plane universe. Both forms are basically immortality. So, knowing this, then you know that there's it you do not have a finite span in this uh, here. You are here in one of those parallel universes, you live on. Yes, indeed. And even though you might be old and decrepit, you simply do not die in one of the parallel universes. So what is the answer to this? Don't let yourself get old and decrepit. And this brings me back to the sugar comments. Sugar is what is keeping us old and decrepit. The, if you remember the, um, the the fruit of knowledge, quote-unquote, it's not the fruit of knowledge that creates our demise and creates our lack of immortality as happened to Adam and Eve. It is the sugar in that fruit that does it. We are, we, it is a poison to us. It is a poison to all mammals. I don't know what, it's, what it is to reptilians, and, 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 and there may be a reptilian aspect or an insectile aspect to us that it nourishes, but it is a poison to humans, even in the form of fruit, even in the form of fresh-squeezed orange juice. It is a poison to 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 uh, to us, and so basically everybody's addicted to it in one form or another. Even the most healthy people are addicted to fruit, and it is it just it has a very bad effect on our bodies, and it breaks it down and makes it old and decrepit. It is the true source of that, and you know a lot of people do other things that are bad, but it's not. It, and these all contribute to basically an unhealthy person, but nothing breaks you down harder than sugar. And the reason why it's been so effective at breaking people down is because it's so darn tasty. Everybody loves the taste of a, of a sweet. And it's you, you go to Starbucks and you get in the morning, you know, you get a little thing and you got to avoid it. Now, people say, oh, well, everything breaks down into sugar, so I have to avoid everything. I can't eat bread. I can't eat... Uh, uh, um, other things that everything, even alcohol. I can't drink alcohol. Not true. There is something that, when it is sweet to the taste, sugar, that has a different quality, and so it, it, it is much more harmful. That if you, in fact, your body will create. That's why you don't need to take in any kind of sugar on its own, because your body will create that sugar by converting anything that you eat into it. So. It's like mainlining something that your body already creates. It would be like if you took adrenaline and started injecting it into your veins instead of letting your adrenal glands create it. And that's essentially what people are doing when they eat sweets, and our bodies are getting ruined by it. It also stilts your breathing, and then it's that breathing, if it's not in the proper, if you're not breathing properly, guess what? That is the source of all bad behavior. That is the source of all disharmonious action, is bad breathing. 
So that's why I've always stressed the big breathing thing and that people just don't seem to want to re- understand how important it is. And we're going to discuss at the end of this some strategies for making sure that your breathing is kept up. Because let me just tell you some of the benefits you get from breathing, okay? First of all, you by 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 living in a high oxygen see you can transfer yourself from a a a low oxygen universe to a high oxygen universe and where everything is instantly better and the reason why people can't always notice this change is because your memories adjust accordingly so sometimes you might think that uh you, you, you might realize that something's changed in the back of your mind, but you'll never see it up front in front of your face, your world change in front of you, because your mind is part of that world, and as the world changes, your mind changes. So you just have to understand that it happens. And I don't know, I don't know how to convey it. It's something that you can see sometimes under heavy hallucinogens, but like I don't recommend that. I just think you should just take my word for it. And like a lot of times when you don't know... like and I'm going to digress a little bit about belief systems, when you don't know what the truth is, sometimes a thought can get you to a place that's a good place, and it may just be a clever way of thinking about it. It may not be the truth, but a good way of thinking about things like this is the more you breathe, the better your life will be, and also the better person you will be, because guess what? If you create disharmony in the universe, you are going to be dealt with. You are going to be punished. You are going to be rewarded with a universe that uh, is that you deserve. And this is where people really have to understand. Uh, if they really want to live for a long, long time, they really have to understand that there is a moral dimension to the universe, that it's not something where you can just stay healthy and, and, and eat the right things and you can be an asshole. Uh, and do dar- disharmonious things and still um, a- a get, you know, to live long. In fact, every single advantage that you get at the expense of another is eventually going to come out of you. So you essentially are, uh, you know, depleting yourself every time you try to uh, uh, wrong somebody else, even if you're nasty to them, even if they have the thing coming. And this is why, in many ways, the um Jesus Christ had his message his message was always to never pay back uh uh strikes with any kind of strikes never never do revenge because essentially you you're just you're just killing yourself uh it is just you know complete nonviolence is the key to all things and like so he was he was preaching an extreme version and that most people don't practice. Most people even practice self-defense. Now, of course, I doubt he would tell you to let yourself be killed. But at the same time, if you were to get murdered, rest assured that you're not murdered. And this is where it always comes back around to the answer to the many people who say, religion, I can't get into it. I can't get into God because I see these things that have happened, and they're horrible, and they've happened to children, and they've happened to innocent people, the Holocaust. All these mass murders, people being tortured. I mean, we see these things. It's just unfair, and we can't fundamentally believe that these people deserve for these things to happen. I, I, I agree with that completely. But the point is, is that you, when you realize that there are parallel universes, and while people may suffer, and that, and that people do live forever under certain parallel universes, that is, 
everybody lives forever when you realize that. The fact that they go through these these time spans of agony, sometimes resulting in their single plane death, doesn't mean that they um, have lost everything, and it also doesn't mean that they necessarily um, have been made bad, have been done wrong. I mean, there's certain there's a certain instinct where everyone's like, well, they don't deserve that, but it's just like. When they get to the other side, a lot of times that thing that happened to him, to them, that horrible death that they met, is really just a bad dream they thought they had. Sometimes when you have a big dream about, you know, maybe somebody killing you, that's usually you moving from one parallel universe to another. So it's an interesting thought. But the the point being that like people remember these horrible things that happened to them, and that's at least that's basically the worst. But sometimes they don't even especially children, they'll often go through horrible things and then just come out the other side as children again in another parallel universe. Um, the trickiest thing, of course, is the person who kind of um, paralyzes himself or or, or, or ends up in, in, in a wheelchair, you know, and just uh, or blind or somehow disabled on this plane and doesn't go all the way over to the other plane. Like, what is their solution? And... Uh, I mean, at that point, you have to just take under advisement that you're there to breathe, and that's what you're there to do. Eventually, technology will get to a point where everybody can be regenerated from any kind of uh, damage. But the point is, is we'll never get there if we continue to engage in negativity and if we continue to stilt our breathing in ways that just make us more anxious people, more uh, nasty, and um, more willing to conduct negative energy, which is what you're doing when somebody gives you something negative at work and then you come and bring it home and give it to your wife. That's called conducting negativity. And, of course, that's almost as harmful as sugar. So, I mean, another thing that uh, you just have to keep an eye on, you know, it just your your negativity level is always going to be directly related to your 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 level of fatigue. If you're tired, you're going to be more negative. Also, if you're more depleted through masturbation, you will you will necessarily be more uh, motivated as well. So it's always good to stay sexually uh, uh, and desirous uh, if, if if you can. Um, just a few more things that I wanted to touch on. Uh, how do you keep your breathing? How do you keep it going? I mean, it, sometimes you forget, and all of a sudden you go the whole day, and you're like, wow. I didn't breathe at all. Well, I recommend learning hip-hop music. Learning. I have a friend, Logan, who uh, you'll see himself at loganfromthefuture.com. He's a student of mine, and uh, he found that uh, rap is a great way to get breath control and to just make sure you're breathing. The more you practice rapping, the more you know you're breathing. Same as singing. Same with giving lectures. Same with doing podcasts. Anything where you can use your mouth and talk and 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 give a lecture, the longer you can go and do it, the better. And in fact, it's better to just um, uh, talking is one of the best ways to keep your breathing going because you don't have to think about it. You don't have to use any apparatuses, uh, apparatus. <laughs> and this is something I'm going to talk about soon. And and you and you can just kind of keep going, and you know you're breathing right. Um, another another uh, way to keep breathing. Now, I have this little thing. It's called a counter, and you can usually look. You can get these in eBay. You can get them in bulk. 
Uh, and I'm going to put a link up to the eBay store. I think they sell the best ones of these. They're little counters. They cost about a dollar a piece. And they're like usually head counters that bouncers use, but they're digital. And if you are sitting and watching TV, you should be holding these things and just counting each breath you make. And you should try to get a tally going and try to set goals for you know, where you want to get up to today. You should always try to get up to a higher level than you got up to the other day. So like, you're inevitably sitting down watching a movie. Those are perfect times to get your counting level up. Now, you can't sit around all counting, always counting your breaths. You obviously have things to do. And so you can make a pledge with yourself that with each task, and you kind of divide your day up into small tasks. You know, one of them could be cleaning the dishes. One of them could be cleaning the bathroom. All these tasks, you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to do these tasks while breathing fully, and if I do, then at the end of them, I can give myself 25 on the counter. And after a while, if you develop sort of a reward system, you can say to yourself, okay, if I get up to 500 breaths, um, then I will definitely... um, give myself something, uh, buy myself something, you know, a small gift. Um, interestingly, I, I used to make that gift like a candy bar, and uh, that was a very big mistake because I was getting into that sugar junkie hood that a lot of people get into that also puts you off the rails, and that also means that you're you're just not um, – uh, you, you know what I'm saying. Basically, you're just – you're not performing – up to par, and there's, it, it really does deplete you. And then also, another thing that I just, just to digress again on sugar, it, whenever you eat it, it creates a massive deficit in you that makes you then crave nasty foods. So you get set on a sort of a cycle of, of, of immolation where you're um, ingesting food out of sheer craving, out of sheer blood sugar craving. And this is the source of all fast food craving, is sugar. Uh, once you eat it, then you get this kind of void that like nothing but like a real greasy uh, McDonald's burger will seem to satisfy, and it's a perfect uh, it's a perfect uh, setup if you have like some fruit in the morning for you to go out and get a Big Mac at, at lunch. So, and and this is where like the junk food thing comes in. Junk food is a direct response to the deprivation, low blood sugar response to sugar ingestion that you, you know, engaged in a few hours before. And that makes you often reach for greasy, salty stuff. Um, So just in general, just avoid it. Um, Take my word for it. Avoid it. Avoid it in fruit. Avoid it everywhere. Now, if you want to have some kind of sweetener, use stevia. Cal, K-A-L, puts out a really good sweetener it's in a it's it's you know it takes a very small amount it's the best tasting stevia i would not get any other stevia but that one and uh we can order it anywhere online so just check it out uh stevia it's like comes in a um comes in a little um cylindrical um thing with a red top and it has a little scooper and usually like one little scoop and it's really small will be enough to sweeten your coffee maybe two and and I'm telling you, you got to get this. If you put if you put any kind of sweetener in anything, nothing works like stevia. In fact, everything else will fuck up your body, including the artificial sweetener. So, so this is just a little aside on that. But let's go back to the breathing now. Um, I, I kind of went through it kind of quick, so I just want to go over it one more time, just saying exactly what I mean. Like, since you're that's all you're here to do, 
counting your breaths is is very important to getting that going and making it second nature. And the more you count your breaths and the more you take note of how many times you're breathing through the counter, the more it will become second nature and your life will dramatically improve. Um, and, and the people in your life will dramatically improve. And it's just it's an amazing thing to see. And I think sometimes people... Uh, they get caught up in this sort of go get them attitude, and they think that the world is just this this kind of evil place that they have to succeed in. Nothing could be further from the truth. And the more you believe that this is an evil universe where you are 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 you know where you will get eaten alive if you are not some ultra uh, unfeeling person, uh, the more you think that, the more you will have misfortune come upon you. And unfortunately, I, I see that on in the right wing a lot in in this notion that uh, you know this this mistrust of people, this mistrust of the world. Uh, you really have to understand that evil people do not succeed, and that eventually, if you are doing wrong, it comes back to you. And the same thing happens if you do right; it comes back to you. The more money you give out to people who really need it, the more you get it back. Oftentimes, though, if you're giving money to somebody who doesn't need it, you get that money taken away in double. So you get messages from your universe. They try to t- set you on the right path. It's up to you to, to obey them. Um, cigarette smoking, for example, is so harmful and so um, uh, contributory to general negativity that it is now bad luck, and I've noticed it firsthand. There is a new thing called electronic cigarettes. They are okay. But you should also be using any kind of drug like nicotine, which is highly addictive, as a motivator to do the breathing that you should be doing. And so what I often do is I have a, uh, uh, a uh, electronic cigarette made by Green Smoke, and I reward myself of every task that I either um, accomplish or, or 25 sets of breathing that I do. I mean, a, a 25 count of breathing. I'll, I did a few puffs off this um, electronic cigarette. The actual, um, you know, you, I'm almost treating myself as a lab rat, but a lab rat that I want to perform certain tricks, and the trick that I wanted to perform is to keep breathing because I've realized now that that's what the universe wants from me. It, it wants me to breathe, and it wants you to breathe. It wants everybody to breathe. Now, the universe has also a mechanism in place to store the energy that you waste by not breathing because you basically suck energy out of your body if you do not take in enough oxygen. And that energy has to go somewhere. And guess where it goes? It goes to the moon. That's correct. You actually emit a certain radiation every time you lose energy. And that radiation feeds the moon. And the, the 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 structure of the universe that I'm talking about is as go as follows: the sun is actually a planet with beings on it. Yes, beings. Their shine, the shine that nourishes the earth, are their wasted emotions. You can see there's a lot of wasted emotions going on on the sun, but they are also much higher level beings than we are, which is why when we look to it. It is just so bright. This is the structure of the universe, okay? We are, in the, we are a satellite of a higher being. Now, you want to call those higher beings that live in the sun God? You may as well do that. And your life force basically travels um, 
up the ray of creation or down the ray of creation. And this all comes from Gurdjieff. If you really want to read up on this, you can also read Ospensky, who breaks it down a little bit more specifically. It's all occult knowledge, but it, it, it basically just gives you the idea that you can race up the ray of creation or you can go down the ray of creation. The way you go down is always fragmented. The way you go up is more unified. So the way you go down the ray of creation is by wasting your energy on this plane, by not breathing, by getting angry, by, by engaging in just general negative thinking. Uh, you basically feed the moon. You basically act. The sun, the, the earth is the sun to the moon. The, there are actual like very rudimentary beings on the uh, moon that will grow, and eventually the moon will become an earth. And this earth will become a sun. Or you could even argue that this earth is a sun. When, it, when you look at the... Uh, w- w- this earth is a sun when you look from the perspective of the moon. Like people, the beings that look up at the earth see a, a, a glowing blue object. Probably uh, the object is just as bright to, uh, to them as the sun is to us. Same goes for the sun. The beings on the sun look at the sun and they see another earth. They, of course, are orbiting a bigger sun, which is also houses beings, which are also higher level. And, you know, your whole existence is to try to climb up to that level, uh, to go up the ray of creation and intact, rather than to go fragmented, wasted, destroyed into the feeding and become the, 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 the... the, the the nourishment of the lower realms. And that's what, like, kind of going to hell means. It means basically... Now, the, now your question, people are like, well, it doesn't matter because I don't die. But you can also become, like, a, 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 basically just a, a fish food your whole life. I mean, that's essentially what's happening when you um, live in a disharmonious way. Yes, of course, you never die. And you always have to experience the agony of being of living in a negatively and you never, you know, you just go, you, you lose more and more energy and you become more and more decrepit and you must live with that. And, you know, and basically your heart stops working and you have a million heart attacks. Does that sound familiar? Um, <laughs> all these things happen because it, it's, your, it's your universe basically trying to tell you, hey, man, you know, you, you should change. You should start breathing. <laughs> For what? It will, see, that will help you change. I mean, you, you can honestly just do that and and you don't even think about trying to do the right thing. Just make sure that you're breathing like in deep breaths, and then you will do the right thing, uh, for the most part. And you know you can take your licks when you don't. But the point is, is that it's never going to get so bad that you are gone. And for some people, that would be a blessing if you can see what I'm talking about. For some people, you know, especially these suicide bombers or these people who do really dastardly things, you, it would be a blessing if they could just turn off and be dead. But that's not what happens. Even if they get executed, they they go into a much lower parallel universe, one with much worse conditions, and then they have to exist on that plane. And 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 the whole temptation of of you know, if you want to say the devil, is essentially to respond to a negative universe with negativity. That is essentially the story in Job. That is the story in a lot of parables that try to get at this essential thought. And that is when you look into the universe and you see negativity and, you, and then you, you surmise that you must be uh, also negative. 
That is the loss of innocence. That is the getting out of the paradise. That is right there. You're, uh, you're, you're moving from single-plane immortality to single-plane death. Multi-plane immortality will still be yours, but under harsher even conditions than you've had experienced. So you cannot, I cannot stress enough that you must have a positive view of the universe. And I, can, I, I really can't think of any more positive way to structure how the universe works than in this parallel world thesis. So if you can think of a better way, <laughs> then go ahead. I think it jives nicely with the ray of creation motif because it essentially, well, it's not a motif. This is not literature. This is real. But basically, it could be literature. It could be just a way of describing. It doesn't matter. As long as you know that you have to keep breathing, and that is like what you're here to do, all your other ambitions should be secondary to that. Okay? This is just very important. And, like, it doesn't matter how successful you get on, on a physical plane. I mean, look at Steve Jobs. Like, he went through hell. Hopefully he's in another plane doing okay. But chances are he's in another plane still terminal. Uh, and, and so, it, you know, it, there's, there's, like, uh, ways to go up into... And, of course, as you rise up the ray of creation, the better your world becomes. And this is the whole, this is the whole source of understanding that uh, this is the whole source of... I'm oh, sorry, I just have to close my... This is, of course... Um, I forget what I was going to say here. Um, <laughs> see, it's interesting when I usually get on to certain points, like there's this weird interruption from the physical plane. There's this weird kind of anti-positivity feature, and a lot of people call it the devil. And it does crop up in ways, sometimes when you get your biggest insights, things will just like fall to the ground because there's a certain element of this uh, plane that doesn't want you to ascend from it and wants you to break away in a very uh, decisive fashion. And you can't do that sometimes uh, because of just a very little thing that might occur uh, while you're having an epiphany. Um, so this kind of, I was about to get into something very uh, important, and of course I lost it in, oh yeah, well, th just the whole point of the... Um, uh, of ascending and and oh yes uh, the the whole Jesus message and the kingdom of heaven. He often was t asked, you know, where is the kingdom of heaven? And the kingdom of heaven is where you reside, and it becomes a better kingdom as you become a better person. And you cannot, um, you know, escape the kingdom of heaven. At the same time, you have to understand that if you are not living harmoniously, your kingdom of heaven will be a kingdom of hell. And so this is where uh, it's just kind of uh, important to understand what the, the concepts mean here. A lot of people have, um, you know, taken the Christian message, the Christ message, and turned it into something completely off, I think, what the guy was trying to talk about. He was essentially just telling people, look, you want to be, uh, you want to have an immortal life, you want to have an everlasting life, then you have to be a saint, <laughs> you have to be, like, the best guy ever. <laughs> and you have to strive for that. That's the healthy thing to do. That's how you maintain the health you need to be live forever. That's how you maintain your conditions in your life for them to be good so you do not stress and so you do not um, age prematurely due to that stress. All these things follow from that. But, see, what I'm trying to do is bring an even earlier message because a lot of people find it hard to think on those terms. And what I'm saying is understand what you're here to do. Underneath all that is the breathing. Once you get that down 
everything follows from it, and you will become the Christ that you need to be to be an immortal. And I suspect Christ is still walking around, um, you know, maybe in hiding, or maybe he is not in hiding in a higher realm. In a higher realm, the Christ may be an accepted figure. In this realm, the realm I'm talking to you on now, he obviously has, you know, the people talk about him second coming. I think it's a shadow of an understanding of what is really going on, is that Christ exists in the worlds where the people deserve him to exist and deserve to have a leader that is is that, you know, benevolent. Uh, right now, we have our closest thing we have is uh, Barack Obama, I guess. But <laughs> time to breathe a little more, and then you'll maybe get uh, uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> think about when you had George Bush. Uh, it was kind of like uh, everybody was collectively being punished for their negativity, and uh, all the people in the Bush realm um, uh, experienced that, and it was uh, it was not pleasant. Um, and I don't suspect we are going to be headed for any others of those. I feel like we have um, graduated from that. But, you know, there are going to be those listening to this that um, Barack Obama does not win. <laughs> I don't mean this to be political. It's not that he is like some – in fact, he's done a lot of things that I think are, are disharmonious as well, and he will be judged for those too. But but in general, uh, he, he was definitely a better move up, and uh, a collective breathing, I think, contributed to that. Now, let, let's, it, this is all just kind of aside, but I just wanted to – uh, kind of give an overview picture of how you have to understand the universe to live in a way that um, helps your health. Um, and uh, let's see if I have any more notes on this notepad. Uh, everything has been uh, it's coming up now. Um, so I, I hope that you can just use, uh, for example, um, there are certain... Uh, drugs that you can use sometimes to help your breathing. Uh, sometimes even alcohol can help. Um, you have to use your best judgment on that. I'm not going to advocate judge use, drug use, but I think a lot of times a natural hallucinogen like ayahuasca or like uh, mushrooms can often give you certain insights that help you to grasp these concepts. Um, so... so so we've talked about the two levels of immortality, single-plane immortality, and I made the point that the more you strive for it, the more godlike you become. The more you raise up, you rise up the ray of creation, the more your personal kingdom of heaven becomes the kingdom of heaven that you would picture, which is a life where everybody's doing well, where everybody feels love and everybody gives love, and it's not just this divisive place. Um, the multi-plane immortality that everybody also enjoys, including criminals. Um, of course, it is immoral to rely on multi-plane immortality, either by being uh, a risky person or by being um, a person that uh, deserves to be killed for their crimes and doesn't care. Um, it also, uh, so it, it's still, you know, you're going to end up in a much worse parallel universe. Uh, than, <laughs> than you can ever imagine uh, if you rely upon this to either do engage in like suicide bombing or anything like that. That's just you will you will end up in 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 usually in a dungeon and you will be getting ass raped. I mean that kind of shit. So 
And all your memories will con- coincide with getting there. So it won't be like a sudden thing. It will just be like you were always there. You won't even remember why you're there. And this is why a lot of people like um, end up in these horrible things because – and then you're like, why, what did I do? And sometimes it's something you did in a parallel universe. Um, and so you need to get all this negativity out of your soul, and it's very important to do that. Um, uh, any kind of thoughts, negative thoughts, that you want to kill somebody or you think that people deserve to die is just bad. And and, and any time you, you, you have that thought, you just really have to banish it from your mind. Nobody, you, you cannot, if, you know, the, it's the worst crime you can commit. Even, in, even though people don't actually die, it's still horrible, horribly uh, uh, offensive to the people on that plane and the, and the family members that have to deal with it. And a lot of, you know, it's hard to talk to a family member and be like, oh, well, don't worry, your kid's living on in a parallel universe. But, it, you know... It, they don't they don't get to see that person anymore and so that's a bummer for them now there's something i do want to touch on and that is what happens when somebody in this parallel universe dies can you bring them back and the answer is you can if you breathe deeply enough you can bring them back and guess what they will not if 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 you maintain your breathing and you and you desire it they will be back in your life and uh, it's it's like, but what will happen is you will shift into a parallel universe where they never died. And so oftentimes you won't notice that they came back. But this is how, so any, you know, any kind of death that happens in this parallel universe, if it really affects you, the answer is to really focus on your breathing and to understand what you're here to do. A lot of times those people get taken out of our existence for the sheer fact that you're not breathing. Yes. And and it's just, I know it's a horrible punishment, but you can turn it around. And a lot of people in grief often do the opposite and don't breathe enough, and then they end up in worse straits. I mean, that's why feeling sorry for yourself is always the worst response when uh, you uh, encounter some kind of misfortune. Misfortune should always be met with more steady breathing and more concentration everything gets reversed. Remember Superman flying around? and uh, that, that happens. Uh, that is the, the kingdom of heaven is a place where you can reverse time and bring things back and bring back the dead. And, of course, that is what you know, the Jesus Lazarus episode was about. Um, so the, you realize that you should be you know, taking tasks and breaking them up into you know, 25 count, like whatever would take you about a half hour to do, you know, and make sure that as you do it, you make a pledge that you will be breathing deeply as you do it, then you add that to your tally. At the end of your day, you, you come up with a goal of a number, and once you meet that number, then you can go out and maybe buy yourself a little treat, a book, something that you think that you would want. Reward yourself for doing what you need to do. And I can't stress the elimination of sugar from your life. It is enough. It is the one of the main reasons why people stop breathing. It is also one of the main reasons why like, your, your, um, ca- things get caught up in the system and create cancer cells. So, of course, cancer cells, I think, come from uh, negative thinking, but I think ultimately the, the bottom line is the breathing. And uh, I think that if you want to cure to all your negative thinking and all your, um, all your um, um, ailments, 
you just got to take out sugar and make sure that your breathing is kept up. Um, so you can check me out at nomoneyinvolved.com. Uh, I don't do this for money. I just do this because this is how people should think about life. And um, I think it's something that unifies all religions. I don't think that we need to even necessarily go to Jesus Christ. I just point him out because we are in a Western context. I could easily say the same thing about Buddha or about um, Moses or about um, Muhammad. I, I, I don't know if, if um, what the situation is, but the point is, is to the extent that it deviates from this message of any other religion, if any religion preaches war, preaches killing, it, it's, it's a false, false religion. Uh, th- that is not the province of the human being. You do not need to take revenge upon people that commit crimes in this plane. They will get their just universe, quote-unquote. Uh, and sometimes, you know, you can see somebody who's living, they're actually living in a more scary universe than you are, even though you can look across the, the way and look at them. Anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, I'll be back very soon with another Letters of Fallen Wisdom. <laughs>